Okay. Uh, all right. We have Himanshu here. Hello, Himanshu. Thank you for having me, Sahil. And, yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's nice of you to be doing this. Yeah, I just felt like I know Himanshu the dad. I've seen Himanshu the husband. I've not seen or met the real Himanshu. You know. That's yeah. what I'm hoping to get out of this. All right. So, how are you? Really, uh, how are you? I think I'm. I've been. I've been good. Like, hmm. like you know, when when all this uh, Corona COVID thing that started, uh, you know, just the change, the change to, you know, stay at home and not go out, and you know, the change to the work routine and all of that. I think hmm. Hmm. if you, if I ever think back. Six seven months. Hmm. I think it's been not bad. Uh, we've adjusted. All of us have adjusted well. And you know, if if like we we never knew what's gonna come. You know, in March hmm. April when all had all 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 of this had just started. Hmm. So if you were to ask, you know, if what do you think six months ahead? You know, if if you'd asked me this question in March, I probably would have said, I don't know. You know, hmm. it's gonna be very tough. and you know 6 or 7 months down i think i think it's been okay it's 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 been tough but then i think we've all we've all adjusted well so no complaints as of as of now i think it's it's, it's been good it's been okay yeah and the family gets to see you every day so yeah and i get to see them i get to see my second kid which mm. is which is kind of nice you know for a change Yeah, exactly. Seeing seeing the kid with you every day, which is which which I did not have that chance, you know, with the first one. So it's, yeah, it's good to ha- good to be home, good to be seeing them, all of them. Yeah, that's awesome. And I should have mentioned this on my introduction. Himanshu is my brother-in-law. Uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, okay, that's out of the way. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing I want to ask you, man, is what was that? we're going to jump straight to your childhood okay what mm-hmm. was that one memory of your childhood that still sort of actively you know plays in your head <laughs> i've had i've had a very like normal uh boring kind of childhood you know nothing extraordinary nothing special mm. uh except that i probably had video games before everyone else like my dad my dad has been uh, like he was someone who would who would find interesting stuff collect collect interesting stuff you know especially mm-hmm. around electronics music yeah. so he's always been one of those i've kind of inherited that from him so you know i've had a nintendo when i was in kindergarten mm-hmm. uh, i've uh, as i said you know had a pretty basic boring childhood no special stuff to mention nintendo was, is not boring man like if you had nintendo as as a child that's not boring i mean yeah but then you know and i think i've seen the other side of things so i think uh, you've had kids you always have kids who are more especially in my age group mm. who are more uh, say physical you know physically active mm. but i i was always the child who would uh, who would stay home you know play video game at home Mm. of course go out play the games outside but then you know the say the selling point for any kind of uh, 
thing that you wanted me to do mm-hmm. was the video game. So like, you know, my mom used to say, you know, that if you study for three hours, you'd get half an hour of Nintendo time. Okay, you study between two and four and you get to play Nintendo from four to 4.30. Yeah. So that used to get sold. Like I used to just buy that <laughs> essentially. So as a, and that's why I'm saying like it's it was a pretty uh, non-happening basic boring childhood. Uh, and you even you, start yeah sorry go ahead were you a pampered kid i think i was uh so i uh, <clears throat> i was actually born after 11 years of my mom and dad's marriage so i didn't know that. they had hmm. okay. they had a lot of trouble uh initially like uh, before me they had trouble conceiving a lot of other stuff medical hmm. issues hmm. so when i came after 11 years it was kind of, you know, that I was pampered. Okay. And I was That's actually the first kid in about 20 years in our family, like the extended family. Oh, really? So, yeah. So it was kind of that phase where, like, and that is why, you know, my cousin brothers, my cousin sisters, all of them are easily more than 10 years old to me. 10, 12 uh-huh. years. I, I don't have a cousin who's, you know, in just same a little older. Room. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do have the same age group cousins, but all of them are younger. So I was okay. the first one uh, mm. amongst the second group of cousins that we essentially have. So, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. See, I didn't know this. Yeah. That's <laughs> fascinating, dude. Yeah. And uh, you've obviously, you, you know, you've been here around the same time now, five years almost? More than five now then. Yeah. Mm. Do you... Uh, five about yeah about, about that uh how much do you miss them man family i do miss them um, mm. i think i miss uh, the you know the close knit family like parents uh, my sister some cousins i do miss all of them so i think that's the one thing mm. you know when you generally talk about how uh what's the the pro and the con you know, of, of living abroad. And I think uh, the common con would be that you would miss your family. Mm. Everything else is well taken care of, you know, a good job, decent job, kids, good schools. Mm. Uh, you know, you are, you're being provided for in terms of food, social security, all of that. So I think all of that stays covered. But then the one thing that you, I think everyone misses is the family. And I think it's the same with all of us, with me as well. Mm. So, yeah. With, with the parents not getting any younger, you know, it's... Exactly. Every it's, it's every hard. passing day is, is hard, yeah. Yeah, it mm. is. And, you know, there is uh, always the question, you know, occasional dilemma that whether you should be here or shouldn't be here. And mm. that question is never around, you know, your job. It's not around your career. It's not about your kids. It's this question around your parents, you know, mm. uh, the family that is behind. Uh, if you choose, to, when you choose to come here, you're essentially choosing to stay away from them. And that mm. choice is essentially what kind of defines uh, if you're going to live here or there, you know, whatever mm. you choose, essentially. Yeah. And, and would they be, I know it'll be hard for you to move back. Would they be sort of keen would the health permit, you know, for them to move here and because that'd yeah, be I mean, ideal, so, right? 
and I think uh, uh, whatever hope we have is around that uh, that line, you know, that mm. we'd be able to get the parents here, mm. uh, if not the next, then the next year, but essentially trying to get them here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that we can manage like six, seven months here, six, seven months there, mm. that kind of a lifestyle. It's, it's, uh, it's not impossible to manage that. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that we'll be able to hopefully do that in the next couple of years. And I've seen a lot of people doing that. I think it, it does work out. My neighbors back in Delhi did the same thing. I, yeah. they, one of the kids was here in Canada and one of them was in US. So they'd yeah. stay six months in India, three months here and three months US. So it, it's not Can ideal. Like, yeah, it's not perfect, but the travel is, I don't know, the travel is hard, right? Like it's 20 hours. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that itself, again, is is one point where I think it's kind of a con living so far away yeah. that mm. you have when you want to travel, it is uh, at least a 15 hour direct flight. And then with that 15 hour flight comes four or five days of jet lag mm. both ways. So and and to that, you know, you've got to add the fact that you're traveling with two kids. Oh, yeah. So the journey, the whole idea of traveling mm-hmm. it becomes a more cumbersome, a more a headache kind of kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, so far it's been okay. I'm hoping that uh, we can do something and work something out with parents. If they mm. can move there, that'd be ideal. We'll see. Mm. I think it's still something we'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, this is... Uh, if someone asked me this, I would possibly have a very long answer, but uh, would you say you're happy? Mm, yeah. So I think, so, so the thing here is, and you can take as much yes. time as you like want. First, just, just, just huh. give, just give you a short answer. I think it's yes. Okay. All right. Uh, but I do think that I'm more of someone who likes to take off, uh, things that are that are not uh, applicable so okay when when you ask me are you happy i'd say i'm definitely not unhappy mm. like i'm definitely not unsettled i'm definitely not mm, you know sad so i think once you've covered that part and you again ask me are you happy then i think the answer would be no one's really happy cuz at one point you know, you know, with, with whatever you have, you would want to achieve more. You, you would want to do more. You would want to have more. So I think that's always there. Mm. But broadly, if you again ask me, are you happy? I think, I think, I think so. I think yes. Uh, I'm broadly, by and large, you're happy. By and large, I'm happy. Yeah. 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 And, and you're right. I mean, there's always something more that we need. It's it's a never-ending quest, right? But right. Uh, as long as all your sort of basics are are covered and like... covered exactly so i think that part is well taken care of uh, you know uh, in every sense really so mm. from the sense of career i'm fine mm. from the sense of uh, family you're fine from the sense of having friends you know you guys mm. are here mm. family everything otherwise is fine i think it's just the fact that you would want to do more you would still want to achieve more and all that so I think mm-hmm. from that end, I do think that I 
still have a little bit to go but yeah i think i'm i'm, I'm not complaining that's yeah. that's a very good answer <laughs> that's a very very nicely handled answer <laughs> excellent i i realize now that you've got a new microphone as well i yeah I how, how do i sound by the way yeah, it's, it's nice nice, it's nice. right it's clear yeah it's clear it's not too much it's picking up your voice nice so i had to do this man like i like i told you i've been i had planned this almost 5 months ago mm-hmm. and i'm like i'll get a microphone and i'll get this and that i'm like you know what i don't need anything i just need i was even thinking of getting a like a webcam or something i said i'm like you know what that's that's what stops us the gear stuff yeah, right yeah, it's yeah, i know I know. Then so, I enjoy this. Like I like I said it's a great way to know you because we meet every yeah. now and then right but it's not Yeah. It's never like us talking there's always so much going on there's fun and games but it's never like us really chatting so Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that are Okay. Uh now the next thing I'm very curious about is and and curious with a lot of people. What's your relationship with money? Does it sort of dictate you know the decisions that you take has it been a source of constant stress or i want to say or does it come to you easily this is something i'm personally very very curious about uh because i have a very horrid relationship with money but we we'll, mm-hmm. this is not my interview this is your interview uh, what's your take on that so i think so money is not i mean the relationship is still horrid i think uh but it's not that it comes hard you know it comes hard and it goes as far, goes as fast as i as it comes so uh my relationship with money is more like you know i would not have trouble making it i would have trouble saving it uh so it never gets saved essentially and to me i sometimes fret about it occasion mm. very occasional uh mm. not not regular uh but then the fact that you can use that money to get those small things that matter or get those uh, little things or even at times big things but you know things that would give you that small piece of happiness i think that is uh, that part is good that part is satisfactory so you know so the act of making it is not something that stresses you out like how is this going to work out how no. is that going to work out so okay. i think that way i've been kind of lucky mm. that i've not had to work too hard to make money mm. uh i mean i've worked hard but then i've i've seen people struggle as well like really really struggle and when i say struggle i'm not saying it in a in a negative uh, connotation i'm saying it in a positive way you know that there are people who've really worked hard uh and uh, money is hard you know occasionally hmm. uh call it luck call it uh you know times but broadly i've not had a situation where i would give up on something that i really want mm-hmm. uh and the reason would be that i don't have money i mean of course there are things that hmm. you would still that i still can't buy right but then you know uh i wouldn't say that i have uh, had or i've been in a situation where i had to give up a lot i think uh, i have more or less uh tried to use what i have or you know what with whatever money i've had i think we've, we've kind of managed 
the expectations, the stuff. And to me, and to, I think to the family as well, I shouldn't be talking uh, on the behalf of the entire family, but broadly, I think the understanding is still common, you know, mm. that money is, is just the means to, to get the things that you want, you mm-hmm. know, to make, make things comfortable or to make things interesting or to make things nice occasionally, you know, and we keep it that way. Mm. You know, it's not important. It's, it's not important, but if you have it, it, it does give you a little bit of uh, comfort slash happiness slash occasional, you know, just, just the splurge of it you have, you can spend some money, which is mm. good, which is nice. So two important things. One is that I love the fact that you're not stressed about how you're going to make the money, but do you think that comes from the family? Has it sort of been passed on to you? Were your parents, uh, uh, you know, they were they also in the same boat, like, you know, ho jayega kinds? Mm. No, so I think parents have, so I think it's more because we've all tried to do things things from scratch, like mm. zeros, you know, my dad started with zero. Uh, and I think most of our parents, like the generation, uh, one generation up, they've essentially been, you know, go-getters, all of them, uh, mm. because, uh, you know, you're coming from a background in India where, None of us, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that the friends that I know of uh, and the families that I know of, none of them were super rich. We were all okay, you know, general middle class or mm. upcoming middle class. Mm. And all of the parents that we have essentially have tried to build on that point, but they all started from literally zero, you know. Uh, and the fact that they were able to do what they were able to do the fact that when you see them now, you see them in, say, the upper middle class level. You know, living in Delhi itself is a is a privilege in in some ways. Uh, you know that uh, you are living in one of the most bustling, one of the expensive cities mm. of the world. Uh, and then when I look at that and put my myself into, you know, that picture, that how has the relationship with money been? So I think the confidence that money is going to come uh, as far as I'm individually concerned has is also from the fact that uh, I have been on occasions, literally been zero and then moved on, you know, and achieved what I've achieved. So just to give you an example, when I came to Canada, I came here with a kid, with my wife, uh, we had nothing in hand. Uh, we had very minimal savings in India. I did not have a, a stable job in India. I was just a adjunct or what you call an ad hoc uh, mm-hmm. professor at university. And those are not high paying jobs. Those are very mm-hmm. decent government jobs. You know, they're paying you about, let's say, $1,500 a month in India, in Delhi. Sounds yeah. about right, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so you leave that job and you come to Canada without anything in hand and you're coming from a academic background. So you're not likely to straight away go into a corporate and rule the roast, right? Like it's not going to happen that easy. <clears throat> so the fact that you, we, I did that, we did that. And, you know, we, I eventually got a job in about a week and a half uh, after landing, then just kept on, 
what need like just kept doing what had to be done essentially and now at the stage that i am i'm pretty confident that even if i were to say lose the job tomorrow i'm confident that i'm going to find another job in the next month or so you know so the fact that you like if you've gone through it once then you're not essentially scared of going through it again and i think that's what that confidence comes from and of course there is that social backing you know mm. knowing that you are in canada mm-hmm. you've taken care of uh, in terms of what you you know if 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 ever god forbid you end up uh, losing your job then the government is going to take care of you if that doesn't work out then of course you have some backing in delhi as well now you know the parents are there you have a house there mm. so you can go back if you want to that's always at the back uh, of your mind exactly i mean it's yeah. there no yeah. matter how much anyone denies no one can so that exactly yeah, yeah so it it's there in the back uh, yeah. if you ever want to make use of it it's it's there as a choice it's present as a choice so i think all of this coming together is what gives the confidence and i think that is pretty much the same with me and i'm pretty sure it's the same for most of most of us who have started from zero and you know done their stuff here mm. uh that confidence i'm pretty sure is with everyone yeah and and the fact that you've sort of in a way you were at the lower end of the spectrum and then you yeah. came came back up right yeah. so i was uh, i i'm reading this book called uh, can't hurt me it's by david goggins if you're not mm-hmm. familiar with the guy mm-hmm. uh over the book you should absolutely pick it up tomorrow okay. um so it's the concept of kind of having a a mental cookie jar if you will wherein mm-hmm. you have that you have a set of things that you have accomplished and even if you're yeah. in a, you know you're in a place in life where things are not going right you can always yeah. fall back to that cookie jar saying okay you know what i have this i've done this i've achieved yeah. something i've come back up so i'll be okay yeah. so it's that confidence i guess that kind of changes everything yeah i think that's important like you know people say that you know how does struggle affect you mentally i think uh, if you if ever you've you know come out from a struggle as the successful person you mm-hmm. know if you've come out of it winning something then you always carry that confidence into mm. your next struggle yeah. you know knowing that you've you can do this you've done this mm. so it's always good to have that and i think that that is a huge uh, you know in a, in a way it changes the dynamics of how you get into a trouble or how, how you you know perceive a problem you know mm. just the fact that you've solved something like this earlier mm. it does give you a lot of confidence for sure for sure you can fall yeah. back on that now um <clears throat> before i move forward uh do you have any hard stop do you have any meetings or something nothing i think nothing for now uh, okay but i'll figure out if if it ever comes i'll let you know Don't yeah worry. yeah just cut me off man i keep talking uh okay so now a lot of us have fears okay and mm-hmm. most of them are not paralyzing now what i want to know from you is do you have any fears that are paralyzing i mean you so like something that literally freezes you yeah so i do have them and okay. i think uh, uh those are all around the kids uh, you know the family uh, people close to you 
you know it's not around money it's not around career all of that is fine and i'm pretty sure like it's fine like i'm not bothered hmm. the, the more troublesome uh you know things that i fear are the things around people close you know hmm. uh so just like this covid thing came up and uh you know people are talking a lot of things right now it's a it's a pandemic yet you you would see people who are talking crazy conspiracy stuff you know that this is not real that there is mm. something else going on that there is more of uh, like i don't know maybe a, a collusion between uh, bigger countries of the world to do a, a economic reset or something weird so all of these there are these theories just for pharma uh, companies benefit or something i've i've heard that shit too yeah 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 plus uh, you know theories around the all the countries of the world are now planning to go the route that china took you know uh, in terms of curbing of individual freedoms you know your privacy is just gone you know you will all have an individual id you know a vaccine passport or something mm-hmm. that would let you travel yeah yeah so you're talking about a change that's so fundamental uh you know and with the pandemic you're also worried about just the general health of everyone mm. and more so like if you so if you were say if i was single or if i was just married you know i had two people to worry about you know mm-hmm. myself and my spouse but now that you're a dad you've got four people to worry about and two of them are literally like the kids especially it it just uh it's scary to mm-hmm. see that you know you will have things like these coming up and you know i'm pretty sure covid is just one uh that has come up now you know in the times forward in the times in future uh with the climate change and all these things which are everyone on on everyone's back burner you know these things are going to affect everyone's lives generally so it does scare me you know that what's going to happen by the time these kids they grow up mm. when they are into the age that i am what's going to happen to the world at that point in time mm. just the fact that you know they are really small right now you know what if you had a bigger pandemic coming up in yeah. the next two years and things that you don't say so you have say a vaccine or a some sort of uh, uh you know a way out of covid with the medicines and you know whatever the hospitals can do but what if the pandemic the next pandemic doesn't have these hmm. uh things you know you that it's a pandemic that we have not seen before yeah it's something that we can't solve it's something that uh you know we cannot develop a vaccine for what's going to happen then and it's a very you know real fear something hmm. that is not far fetched something that is not uh, so far away so i think you know the fear that essentially is paralyzing mm. is 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 that fear where i'm 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 uh, you know i'm 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 fearing things for my kids you know what's going to happen in the next 5 years 10 years short term mm. fear you know and then of course long term stuff 
you know, the climate, what's going to happen to the world, how many more bigger uh, issues are we going to see coming up? So, yeah. Yeah, that one's, I guess, more of a passive fear than active would be, like you said, you know, fear of losing a loved one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a big one, man. I mean, I'm I'm exactly in the same boat. And with your in your equation there's the kids which by the way are yeah. the most beautiful kids ever, which you know that. And uh <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's yeah, a good but... yeah, that's a good point. Um now, do you ever uh do you ever feel the need or or the pressure to sort of keep your uh, emotions your stressors and your expression bottled up as a man particularly uh, or do you express freely i think i generally do express freely um, mm. but yeah there are times when you best not express yourself you know there are moments where you just try and let the you know your spouse or your kid express Hmm. more and i think it's it's a it has to be a balance hmm. like you can't be just bottled up you can't just stay bottled up forever yeah so Great. rather than you know opening your soda bottle once in two years you open it once every month yeah just let yourself out but yeah give the the other person that chance to express freely as well so i think it has to be a good balance uh you know but I, I don't yeah yeah i yeah. i would personally not stay bottled up i would tell for for as long as i have known you uh i've seen you as this quiet pacified guy and you're like you've you you seem like you have it all in control you're not going to you're not going to get mad at the world or anything you know you just I got... get mad so 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 huh. i do get mad <laughs> it's not that i don't it's just that i try and uh say try and make it look like i'm not mad or try to just keep it in control most of the times and then there you would have a situation where i just lose it i'm like i can't take this anymore so that so situation would come so your filters are very active then my filters are active yeah that that's a good way of putting it i think uh, generally mm-hmm. i don't but then mm-hmm. you know there'll be moments where i just give up and say okay this is just not done so i yeah and my face would at that moment my face just tells you that this guy's pissed right now so there are no filters once it's done once it's there there are no filters the next time we meet yeah. i'm going to be studying your micro expressions no don't worry so so the thing here sahil is you will not be able to get me to that point right <laughs> so <laughs> there are people or there'd be situations which would get me to that um you know i recently had a birthday you remember that right like so <laughs> yeah even a small kid can just put you off oh my god moments uh, or give you these instances where you would be like so pissed off that you would want to just yeah but that was a giveaway like i any i, I could easily tell that you were on the edge <laughs> yeah so i told you right like that is exactly what i am so like oh if God. it's there it's there on the face like i'm hmm. not taking this anymore but yeah try to be nice um, try to keep it bottled up till, till let's you... just say just, let's just say that it's a ah. small bottle yeah so 
Like you bottle it up to a point, and then once the bottle's filled, it, it fills up. You know,、yeah. it's not that it's not getting filled up; it fills up, and then you open that small bottle. That's fine. But I, I don't have a big bottle. I can't keep taking it for a long time. So rather have it、like、short,、that. small,、mm. yeah, and then tell that person, okay, this is not done. Yeah, because、yeah, then if you have a big bottle, just it's not worth it if it bursts in a year or two years, right? Like it's exactly so. Like the explosion rather than having a A, a huge explosion. That's how. Yeah. Four small explosions. I like that. I think that might be the caption of my video. Smaller explosions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay.、Uh, now, I think it's similar to、uh, the last question, but kind of in continuation. When、mm. was the last time you cried? No, cry a lot. I fucking cry at like Hindi movies all the time. So. Crying is not the, you know, there are these markers which you tell, you know, this guy doesn't cry or this guy cries more or whatever. Whatever. So I cry just as easy as as anyone, you know. So yeah, my my yeah, BV makes fun of me. You know, every time K three G plays, I'm I'm like the the face has tears coming down and like she'd be just laughing at me. So yeah. A, you know, it's a big thing that、you、I'm telling you. Said K3G, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's、I、on、do. record now. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, it's going to be on YouTube. That's fine.、Uh, what's the like? What 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 is the one scene that makes you cry every time? I think generally the scenes around the,、uh, you know, the brothers separated. The scenes around them coming together with the mum.、So、yeah. All those scenes, yeah, generally, yeah, yeah. No control, no filters. <laughs> I so, love that. So the fun thing is, so the、huh. fun thing is that、uh, Vidhi, like at every, so like say we are watching a movie and there's a like a strong emotional scene somewhere. So Vidhi, the first thing she would do is just come close to me, look in, look like she just <laughs> pierce me into the eyes and look, and she just say, "You're about to cry." <laughs> so it happens quite frequently. Oh my god. Yeah, the next time we meet, we're playing K three G. That's no, so、idea. that's so. See now, it's you know you've put it out, it, you know it. It's possibly not gonna happen, but generally I'm telling you, you know. Yeah. Ah,、uh, not gonna, you know, pretend or portray that I don't cry or whatever. You, I, yeah, you know, exactly. I cry more than her, so yeah. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. That's that exactly is a. It's great. You you don't you actually like I said, it's kind of connected to the previous question. You don't. You don't keep it bottled up, yeah. You know,、uh, like a lot of people say, mention cry. I think that's shit. You have to cry.、Mm, I mean, it's again, it's not like it's not. You're not controlling it really, but yeah. So I think it's it's not related to gender. It's like how you are,、uh, how you're made generally. You know,、mm. the bringing the the way you've been. Uh, uh, you know, you've gone through those situations. How you've behaved in those situations that makes you. And it's not about being、uh, based on gender. It's not based on gender. I mean, it's not. But like, that's what we've. At least that's what I've heard、yeah. around. You know, yeah, yeah,、um, yeah. Just yeah, you're you're a you're a guy. You can't cry. Exactly. Yeah. It's fine. I'm like no. Yeah. Cry more than no, anyone that, else. That, yeah. Exactly. So. Amazing. Yeah. All right. This is going great. I love this. Um. Now, <laughs> the next one is a nice one. Okay. Let's just、okay. say you have a couple million lying around, 
when i say couple mm-hmm. million it could be like 10 20 million okay so your bills yeah. are sorted you don't need to worry about that yeah. what would you rather be doing with your life at that point well, that's a good question and i think i've kind of thought about this hmm so i would you know and because i've thought about it i have a very logical answer to this actually can i cut you off for a second uh, this wasn't rehearsed at all himan shouldn't even have a list of questions so yeah, yeah, just yeah, letting yeah. you know yeah okay yep. go for it so generally <laughs> like you might come across the answer as very well thought of but i think it's because i have thought over this thing this exact thing that if you had say 2 or 3 million 4 million 5 million yeah dollars lying around what would you do so i would just what i would do is essentially not make a drastic change to my situation mm. i would put that so say if you have 5 million i'm going to put about 3 million straight away into some investment and let it let it come out monthly like let it take care of my monthly bills forever mm. for good okay mm. and i would put across like put aside say a million or whatever amount that we decide family decides that is for splurging so you splurge all of that so you would essentially get a like a good convertible car in a parking lot of a decent house big house and the rest of the things just stay as is we're not going to change the lifestyle day and night you know profession or profession so i it depends on how big how big that amount was when since i'm I got, the since i'm the one controlling the amount uh if it's if 25 it's as big as so say it's yeah so say it's oh. it's ridiculously big and something an amount that with which you don't want to work uh at a corporate anymore i would leave the job straight away good answer what i'd be doing is more my stuff so like trying to do something of my own so i'll i'll basically what i'm do is i'm going to put a safety net i like the bills are covered kids are covered schooling's covered everything's covered beyond that hmm. i'm going to keep aside a good 20 30% of that amount and use it to try and do something of my own and put my time there you know rather hmm. than working at a corporate hmm. uh, for the job that i'm doing right now so i would yeah just do it smartly I'm not going to do any big blunders like yeah. I've, i've thought over this very thoroughly mm. so mm. yeah and it, it doesn't it's make sense probably going to gonna happen never it's it's probably going to happen never but no. it's been thought of dude like, it, it might you, know, you never know there's always 649 right or, yeah okay. or the other, other but you got to you got to buy the lottery right like yes. for it to ever happen so yeah No but I like that you're not like you're not going to go reckless about it because you can lose it anytime right Yeah uh, so out of 25 if you lost like 20 then what are you left with nothing um yeah. Yeah. and would you uh, like you'd start your own business then mm, Yeah so I would I would rather do something of my own for sure uh, mm. than doing the job that I'm doing right now um yeah I think it's just <laughs> more sensible for everyone mm. uh, you know that if you can do something and you know own it uh, enjoy it while doing it i think uh, that is uh, important and it's it's something that i've tried before 
and I liked it. So, you know, that urge to do this again is always there. Hmm. Yeah. That's very interesting. I I didn't I, I mean I'm amazed you had thought of something like this actively thought about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cuz you know it does come to come to your mind, you know, that what if tomorrow you get an idea and you build something and you get some shit like a big amount of money suddenly what do you yeah. do what yeah. are you going to do then so you know that thought has has passed my mind more than once and mm-hmm. then when you have that thought again you always you know think what what you're going to do with it so yeah yeah i've i've kind of thought of things that i could do great man i like this okay <laughs> All right. So um what uh, do you get offended easily? Or or what is the one thing that really offends you? Like I, I'll offense. give you I'll give you an example like my I get I hate comparisons with people. Okay. So I get really offended when people compare me whether it's to their successes or or whatever, right? You get the point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I think hmm. to me I'm not as offended so like offense to me is very strong mm. i don't take offense um, and also because i have been consistently offended a lot you know mm. you've had a i i you know i said i did say that i've had a very boring childhood but then a boring childhood in india essentially implies that you've gone through a huge amount of competition a huge amount of comparisons uh, a childhood which has been too much focused on doing better than person a slash b slash c slash d so if you've gone through that and mm. then at the end of it you've ended up somewhere where your parents stop saying it because they now really don't have anything to compare you to so like um, like to give you an example i was really not good i mean i was decent or average in studies i've never been exceptional i've i went to a school which was uh, you know the the it's 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 the crpf school so it's it was a police force school and most of the students in our school were children of the crpf wards essentially uh, yeah. so it wasn't the high tech you know convent or the you know the dps or the modern school not of that kind completely different upbringing and you know with every class uh, the class size was about 40 45 i've never been in the top five consistent i used to be 7th or 8th 9th you know something like that standard like consistent there was nothing exceptional about me the only two times when i uh, you know topped the school was in class 10th and class 12th so what happened was that i've been through that normal nagging childhood of you know do this do this do this and i i tried to do it you know it's not that i didn't try i tried it but then i was never able to do exceptionally well i was not the exceptional kid mm. but the times when it mattered Mm-hmm. so you had the class 10th boards mm. you had the class 12th boards so class mm. 10 boards i topped that was a like such a surprise that teachers couldn't believe it that i got a call from my friend and mm. these are friends who are who just passed you know mm. those were the kind of 
the the friends I had because I was always that company. I was always friends with those, and I've been friends with those. Like didn't mm. matter. Mm. And those guys are literally calling me and telling me, like chat, like they used to call me Chadda. Chadda, you fucking topped. You topped. Like it was like a disbelief a on surprise. their mm. on their side. Like it was like unbelievable that you can't believe that this guy topped. So what what these guys amongst the top people or what? No, no, no. So okay. these are people who are say in the you know they are literally in the middle of the class or in the lower half of the class okay got and it and they are calling me on a day huh you got your 10th results and they're telling me tanda you fucking topped how did you top it was like that like the call was actually like that you know <laughs> how did you do it huh. so then you had you know once you topped in 10th it was more like it was a fluke like people said like kids were saying you know it was a fluke you just topped you know, one one good year you know So in eleventh, I was again within class. I was ranked seventh. So I came back to my normal, uh, you know, what I was normally. Seventh's not bad, by the way. No, but you know, you're still in the same group of people, same group of yeah. kids. You're coming from being the tenth topper, the school <clears throat> topper, bo- mm. like board topper, and then you're suddenly within class, within your section. Yeah, yeah. You are ranked seven. Hmm. So you're not even. I'm not rank seven in say the standard eleven. I'm rank seven in eleven A. That's one section. So I'm probably the fifteenth or the twentieth guy in school on in the eleventh section in terms yeah. of marks. Hmm. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not nowhere exceptional. I'm just fine. And then in twelfth, again top. So it was more like you know that you nudge me, nudge me, nudge me. I'm gonna. give you an answer at my time and place of choosing it was kind of like that that okay. you know i'm not going to answer you here okay so i've heard i've i've gone through those portions of childhood where you know i was not the so like people were nagging me comparing me troubling me you know in terms of studies in terms of how i looked so i've been a fat kid i've been a huge fat kid all my school you know um and even right now i'm not i'm literally over i'm overweight but even this himanshu no, it doesn't not. compare to the himanshu that was till uh college second year you mm. can't compare this himanshu to that so mm. that guy had a waist size of 41 okay weighing more than 100 kgs possibly I, this, I, i don't even remember so this is around when you were in school right this is around when i was till college second year so i'm about 20 years So the mm. first twenty years of my life have been super overweight, you know, mm. not overweight. Like I was the top overweight guy in class, you know, mm. like that. Mm. So, you know, you 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 bring all of those things into the picture, and you're not looking at a very average childhood. Like I have had my issues, I've had mm-hmm. my troubles, mm. but once you've you know given an answer in terms of you know if you trouble me, this is what I'm going to do. so some of these like in some of these things you would like i i know myself that i've literally i did this because i was i was pissed off you know mm-hmm. that you you did this to me okay yeah. i'm going to answer you in a different way so i've done that uh, uh, and yeah and i think uh, that is what has been you know my my you know the way i've seen things and it was a fuel for you right like it didn't a lot of people would have knee jerk reactions and you know they do that start doing things immediately in the heat of the moment so i've done that too so I, it's not to say that i've not done that but mm. then that realization that 
this is possibly not the best answer you know just wait for your time mm-hmm. the answer will come you know you'll yeah. get an opportunity mm. to prove and to show and it does come you know mm. so i think i've waited uh, i've been patient that way um mm. and i mean not to say that i've had as i said you know it it hasn't been an uneventful childhood exactly but you know there's nothing that i think has troubled me too much if there has been trouble i've managed to solve it if mm. there's been an issue i've i've fought with it you know mm. with whatever the thing was it wasn't big but you know general general kid stuff that you go through when you're in that age so hmm yeah. and growing up what was your sort of support system who would be who would be the one person that you'd uh, talk to the most about you know I've always actually stuff. this is something that I've so I've I've kind of been a loner you know generally okay I've not been a guy who's had uh, two confidant friends you know that you you talk to your friend about everything about I've anything. not been that guy hmm. uh if you know at times in fact I've literally used to talk to myself you know that you know I want Himanshu I want you to do this okay and take that as you know something that you really really want to do and you know make a plan and finish it so i've done that kind of stuff um generally but also also i think i'd 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 say here that i've not had a situation where i really really needed support you know mm. so i've been lucky in that way that i've not had a a situation or a position <clears> where <throat> i have had to involve anyone else you know i've not had i've not had a troubled friendship with all my friends it's not been like that you know i've had the occasional trouble but everyone goes through that mm-hmm. i've not been um, i've not had uh, a difficult like i've not had difficult parents i've had issues mm-hmm. you know with parents uh, um and i've ha- i've seen my parents uh, also having issues between themselves and i've seen them mm-hmm. uh but that even that has not had an impact on me uh where i've felt the need that i really need some support right now i mean that moment did come it was possibly in college mm. but by that time you know you've already grown up a bit uh you know you've already seen things a bit you've already understood you know that these are the things that you would be able to do these are the things that you'd not be able to do and more manage yourself you know uh, around those things also i think by that time um, you know i had good friends around college mm-hmm. days are always like always for everyone i think those are you know the best days that you lived uh, you know free completely out of responsibilities and just enjoying your time so i think mm-hmm. it was more like you know for the moment i don't care you know uh, even if there are things that affect me i'm happy i'm 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 okay i'll figure it out so i think yeah it's been i would say it's been i've been lucky you know really uh, you kind of built like that then you're 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 headstrong overall right exactly so mm. you've you know you've not had big issues or issues which would trouble you mm. uh, and then by the time you know you hit those issues you've matured enough your mind's matured enough you've gone through things yourself you know to understand what you can do and how you would act or how you would behave or how you would go through them you know the mm. patience 
all of these things come about you know by that time so generally i think yeah broadly it's been a it's not been a terrible childhood i think it's been okay it's been good i've been lucky that's fantastic and how was uh, you mentioned a bit about college uh, how was university like college how was college so college was actually very much like what you have what you portray of an engineering college you know all guys uh, uh it's nice it's amazing i had a very good bunch of very thick bunch of friends you know five friends um and again you know we were the subtle guys you know we were not the hot bunch in our yeah. college mm-hmm. average looking guys all of us you know very mm-hmm. average and by the time we left the college uh you know everyone was talking about us so it was like we never screamed we never shouted we never were the you know the most happening group mm. we, we used to do things good things great things um but we were very very subtle we were just quiet and do it and have our fun as well so you know mm-hmm. you would see us involved in all these festivals and mm. you know dance yeah. parties and all that stuff so you'd see us everywhere yeah but you know because it was an engineering college uh you had a group or a gang where you had some guys and some girls and the girl that like the girls the 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 number of girls was just so small that if they are in one group then they just stay in that group through the four years and if you're not in that group then you're just someone else you know no okay. one's bothered because mm-hmm. it's an engineering college and girls are uh, literally a very rare occurrence there you know <laughs> so it was always like that mm-hmm. but again the good thing was that the the group that i had was very hard working and always up to fun like we've had trips we've done trips we've done literally uh, i i've been to us you know during mm. my college days on oh, really college expenses so i didn't pay a thing How? so there's uh, like me and my friend we wrote a, a paper in a in a journal uh, which was published in the us mm. and uh, the college paid for our expenses uh, we went to orlando that was my first flight by the way so i had never <clears throat> i had never i had never sit in an like an aeroplane before yeah. that was actually my first flight ever and uh the first flight was delhi to new york and it wow. was on a ticket which was paid for by the, by the uh, college, college. Yeah. Oh. i'm not paying anything on my from my pocket and this was when i was 20 years old wow and to be able to go uh to the US and i went to orlando so essentially went to disney world yeah, and yeah. universal studios so to be able to go there when you're 20 years old mm. uh, with a friend you know this is uh, an experience really so uh yeah That's i mean we've done so right? as i said like the group was uh, good we uh. had people who were you know focused when they had to be you had people who were who had fun when we had mm-hmm. you know when we felt like Mm. Uh, we've done our gaddies uh, of uh, north uh, north uh, campus, campus yeah. you, you know uh, i i got a bike when i was in second year uh, ah, that's a thing that i want to hear about yeah <laughs> yeah so so you've done all that you've yeah. done the clichés too 
I've done, yeah, I've done everything. Uh, and, you know, of course, you know, with that, we've had uh, good focused stuff as well. Mm. And yeah, I mean, I, I think it's been the normal stuff that everyone does and goes through, you know. Mm. Uh, not, uh, you know, people are not normally given an all expenses paid trip to Orlando. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So it's been a... that's also because you were we were in an engineering college and there are yeah. things that you know you would do separately from your normal studies mm-hmm. uh but yeah i mean you know the point still. that i was trying to make was mm-hmm. that the group that i had was not only fun like it mm-hmm. was fun we did the fun part mm-hmm. but we did the work part as well you know mm-hmm. uh, of course though i i barely passed you know uh so yeah so no one knows this but a 10th 12th topper goes to an engineering college and i flunked the subject i flunked the subject for the first time in my life huh uh, oh it's so you you never flunked a subject in school i didn't i hadn't flunked the subject in school wow okay all right no so that's not so sahil <laughs> that is not normal <laughs> flunking a subject in school okay it's it is okay but don't say that it's normal to flunk it it's it's not normal to flunk it it's okay you can flunk it yes for a reason you can flunk it you know mm-hmm. you run well or you you really don't understand something you can flunk it but it's not normal you know you you wouldn't say that it happens to every kid right uh, yeah so, okay yeah <laughs> okay i, I hear you touched, man <laughs> i i seem to have touched something but yeah we oh you touched like five different that. nerves but that's that's going to be really? offline okay sorry <laughs> okay no no yeah. yeah so but yeah go on so i flunked and i you mm. know again sad for that exam that was mm. again an experience because in engineering colleges you can't just reset that exam anytime you want you essentially have to mm. wait the next year when that exam happens for the class that was a year younger to you mm. and generally the way these uh, examinations are planned so you would do uh, like if you have so i am in imagine i'm in third year i'm giving my third year papers and there is a second year paper that i flunked so that paper the second year paper is going to sit right between two third year papers oh my so God. i gave an exam today i came mm-hmm. home i have to prepare for this exam because this exam second year exam is tomorrow mm-hmm. and then i come back home after tomorrow and then prepare for the next exam uh, of the third year oh, so wow. there was one night the only night that i have not slept at all was that night where i was giving that paper again wow uh, what what subject was this some stupid subject man and i i couldn't believe i flunked it because it was actually impossible for me to flunk that subject but Why? i flunked it cuz you were good at it is that what no, you're saying hmm. no because the final paper was worth 60 marks it was okay. a theoretical paper and i had attempted more than 50 so i'm pretty sure i was to get 45 like it's a theory paper yeah so there is nothing wrong nothing that can go wrong essentially is what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i have attempted it and i know that i will get it so there is no way i can score a 31 in that subject so that's another story so the teacher who flunked me flunked me because he didn't check the final year papers he did he didn't check the final papers that teacher actually What? extrapolated the marks from the middle semester 
and essentially gave everyone marks from that mid sem exam he didn't check the final sem exams what and okay, i but... got to know this i got to know this later because that teacher mm. without realizing he's the teacher who's flunked me <clears throat> he comes to my home to meet my dad oh my god what my dad was a professor in du so he was a visiting professor in du yeah come to visit dad and he doesn't remember but i remember his face i know that he has flunked me the only time that i've been oh flunked God. and wrongly flunked and he's telling my father how good a student i was like he's literally saying all of that and oh i just God. keep my head like wobbly around like i'm doing this in front of him and then by the time he leaves like i just burst out in front of my dad and i'm telling him this guy is is, is the most stupid guy that i've ever seen you know <laughs> he was bullshitting you when he said that i was the best student i was the guy who flung the subject it was fun but yeah i've had Pro- to... professor xyz if you're watching this which i'm sure you well, are yeah he's possibly no <laughs> unlikely <laughs> and I, the weird Send thing is him, i don't dude. remember his name now <laughs> Yeah. But you didn't go for a recount then? Wasn't that a thing? So, recounts are not exactly a thing in DC, uh, hmm. the college that I went to. Because you used to be under DU, huh. it was always the like the stepchild, you know. That you really? were here. Okay. Yeah, you were here, you were huh. separate. Hmm. So you're not really here and we are okay, you know. Just stay here as long as you want. We're not bothered. So don't like bother th- us. We won't bother you. Exactly that kind of a relationship. So it's like a third cousin, you know. You're, you're kind of existing, like but yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Is that a moha? Yeah, it yeah, has to be a moha. She's just woken up. You know, you can always uh, bring a moha or Demi or Vidhi. Yeah, Vidhi had plans video. actually. So Vidhi had plans to bring uh, the kid. Uh, hello, uh, hello. Oh, she can't. Oh, right. And headphones. How can she hear us? Okay. Ah. Sahil, is it okay if we? Just say bye bye right now. Yes. You wanna talk more? I do have a few things I want to talk to you more about, but if you have a hard stop, we can. You know what? Why don't we make it a part two then? Okay. I love that. Let's make it part two. Okay. All right. I think I have... we can work something out. Amazing. Let's do another part. Huh? Yeah, it'll be fun, man. I I really enjoyed this. Sure, sure. So let's do it again. Perfect. And I think I can go back to Moha because she's daddy duties, man. Moha. Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll catch up soon then. Sure. Thank you, sir. All right. Nice talking. Take to care, you. man. Yeah. Bye. Bye.